Ladies, gentlemen, Thermians, and fellow Questerians, welcome to the only podcast celebrating the 1999 epic space adventure comedy, Galaxy Quest. I'm RJ. I'm Alex. I'm Austin. And we're three grown-ass men just talking about Galaxy Quest. You're listening to By Grabthar's Hammer, What a Podcast. Let's get Never give up, never surrender. Never give up. Never surrender. By Grabthar's Hammer. What a podcast. Yeah, we're back. And we're back. And we're back. So this is the first episode we've recorded since properly launching our podcast onto the internet and iTunes. Correct. I'd like to thank everyone who's listened so far. The play count has been surprisingly high. We're excited that people are checking this out. You guys, I just found out, doing some more research on Galaxy Quest, as we do, that Galaxy Quest was the winner of the prestigious Hugo Award for Best Dramatic Presentation back in 1999. What? Now, let me uh, tell you a little bit about the Hugo. What's that even the mean? Hugo Award is <laughs> chosen by members of the World Science Fiction Society. And now this is a big uh-huh. deal because it's named after Hugo Gernsback, who was founder of the very first science fiction magazine called Amazing Stories. So this is a credible source, and they named Galaxy Quest the best dramatic presentation. Well, can you s- in get specific on dramatic presentation? Let's put this in context for you. A film. Year Austin. 1999. <laughs> film. What other sci-fi films came out? The Matrix. Matrix. The Matrix. The Matrix came out. Galaxy Quest beat The Matrix. Take that, Keanu. The Love Sixth you. Sense was nominated. Ooh, but yeah, okay. Galaxy Quest beat The Sixth Sense. Iron Giant. Oh, that's a real good one. And being John Malkovich. Can I say, as much as I love Galaxy Quest, I think I would have picked The Matrix, probably. Oh, have without a doubt. Yeah. yeah. But, but come on. But come on. Hugo. Listen to this company that Galaxy Quest was in. Previous winners of dramatic presentation, best dramatic presentation of the Hugo Award. Okay. Dr. Strangelove. Oh. Yeah. Clockwork Orange. Mm. Star Wars. Oh. Blade Runner. Yeah, I was going to say. Galaxy Quest in the same company as Blade Runner. That's some list with Galaxy Quest in it. (laughs) Another Sigourney Weaver film franchise, Alien, and Aliens were both winners. Jurassic Park, Gravity Interstellar, Inception, Game of Thrones, and... Interstellar? Nice. Sam Rockwell's Moon. Moon. Love Moon. I wonder what the, the award looks like for that. You think it's like an actual award, like a plaque or like a trophy? You know what? I'm going to Google it right now. You Continue. Google that. Siri, what does the Hugo Award look like? Oh, yeah. It's like a spaceship. Oh, it shows oh, it's it? Perfect. It's a rocket trophy. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. That's why they won, man. Think about that, though. Sigourney, that is like some of the best movies ever yes, made. Sigourney Weaver Galaxy has won oh, multiple yeah, times for best dramatic presentation. Kind of looks like board. a dildo. Not to spaceship be vulgar, dildo? but yeah, it looks so like a silver, of dildos, silver uh I think that's a great segue into our, the next thing we're going to talk about. We actually have a guest who has a topic he wants to discuss about the movie. Our first guest. We do? Yeah, we flew <laughs> him in. Flew him in. We flew him in. We are excited to welcome our very first guest to By Grab Thar's Hammer, What a Podcast. This is our highly esteemed colleague, Mike Ewing. Mike is a writer and producer at Touch Vision TV. Managing editor at Gapers Block, which is a Chicago-based web publication, and he's host and founder of the Gapers Block Stars Align performance series, which takes place monthly here at the Whistler in Logan Square, Chicago. Also, by pure coincidence, Mike is our roommate. He lives upstairs. 
I'm just jazzed about being on the show, man. Good. I'm Welcome so excited to hear RJ. That has to be the most um, seamless dildo-related transition I've ever heard. He's pretty good at relating to dildo transition. What are you talking about today? And then my that's transition true. will make the total transition sense. is very. I'm here. Okay, I'm here to talk about sex in Galaxy Quest. Uh, Mike is our resident sex expert here at the house. So. <laughs> we flew Mike yes. down to the living room. To talk about aliens, Fried him off of right. his bed and propped him up on a couch downstairs. <laughs> my uh, my vast expertise is mostly based on Googling in, in incognito mode on my browser. Yeah, so, uh, you can't be in normal mode for the questions we've been asking. Yeah, I'd go- never heard of incognito mode until last week when you told me about it. I yeah. didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> I want to pull a game up changer. Alex's web history now. Right. Austin, are you aware of incognito mode? No, is that where just people can't it's look at your history? It's browsing, so it oh. doesn't save your history. Yeah, so yeah, if you were Googling alien sex or anything like that, then, because you know, because Google caters your search results later Yeah. based on what you've been searching. Is this, why, is this why our internet's always so slow <laughs> Mike. to clarify why mike has been googling <laughs> aliens yeah let's give uh, some context in the movie galaxy quest which you might have heard of uh fred kwan played by tony shalhoub tony. who is playing, tech the, sergeant, role tech sergeant playing the role of tech sergeant chen that's right falls in love with lilari a squid alien she is a the thermian crew member who for most of the movie you only see is her in with human, her form. human form or human form mm-hmm. but that doesn't stop true love that's exactly right. It's so, but it's a complicated love story. It, really. it is. It is. It is. And, uh, Interspecies love story. Love knows emotionally. No love story know, for the ages. Technically complicated. <laughs> Not yeah. sure how it works. Yeah. So, for, so yeah, it definitely br- br- brings up a lot of questions that I thought you know. As a journalist, I would uh, bring my my Google. <laughs> you just wanted to Google alien sex. <laughs> What is, what is what is Lair Lalari? Lalari. What is her role? On the spaceship, as the an thermi- alien? What is yeah? What's her? They she's never, a crew member, she, but what she do? They never get too specific about anyone. About but any of them. Uh, but Malthazar and Quaylick. She's everyone else yeah. is just kind of on. They're the crew. They're their crew. She's essentially the Gwen DeMarco. Yeah, I think she's the, the Gwen. She's just nondescript. Yeah, she's just she's a nondescript crew sexy crew member. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She is because if they're going to be mimicking the show, shouldn't they have one that's specifically sexy? She's and, the sexy because yeah. we don't really actually know if. She's even a female Thermian. Are there that female is, Thermians? Okay. That is, that is one of the big questions I have. Are there gender binaries? Uh, female Thermians in the show? Like they're around, True. but right. The other thing I notice is in the show, there's only one female crew member, though. Right? There's only Sigourney Weaver's character, but on on the ship, there's many female Thermians. crew members. But again, they Good could dog. just Good be dog. disguising themselves as a female because they're just we don't know what their they just have like the aliens actually thing. are. Interesting. Right. And when well, you wonder what kind of other signals were being beamed into space, are they aware of human sex? I would assume probably. They must be. Because most if me- Galaxy Quest is anything like Star Trek, Tim Allen banged half the aliens he met. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, that, but, but the thing is, those are all bipedal aliens usually true. in yeah. Star Trek. So that, and, I think that's an interesting twist. And the only good. hint that they show of any sort of interracial sex or any inter- interracial, interracial. <laughs> <laughs> so not only was she a female, but she was also, anyways. But uh, is her tentacles come out? It's true. Yeah, when she's making so, out with uh, Fred Kwan, her tentacles. So come yeah, out. can you just can you describe the scene we're talking about a little bit for those who haven't seen the movie and for those who have? Is a gentle reminder. So it's right after a gentle caressing reminder. Kwan successfully beams was Tim Allen's character back onto the ship. And so it's sort of in a moment of passion they embrace, and then so while they're and while they're 
they're kissing, yeah, her tentacles come out and you see them wrap around his back, but you also see his eyes roll up to the top of his head. So he's clearly enjoying something that's going on. I'm guessing below camera. <laughs> below ca- it is PG-13, so you're not seeing you don't the entire see anything past like the shoulders. Yeah, so those tentacles, I mean, I could they could be doing a lot of things down there. I don't know. We don't that's know true. what's going on. That's true. But yeah, so I mean a lot of things that that brings up. Number 1, so they're just using appearance generators, right? Like she they're yeah. not actually changing their physical uh, presence. I think there's a little bit more to it cuz they can interact and touch as a human form. Right. You know, like they can affect the world around them. So it's not just appearance and they're this weird uh, the science of this could be a, <laughs> a whole discussion with scientists cuz they're these big squids they're amphibian a, looking a creatures yeah. right. that morph into a human form so does their do the sexual organ because here's another question the uh, the aliens have presumably never seen what any of the actors look like naked they've only seen true broadcasts of the TV show and the actors are always fully clothed. So you think it'd be Tim like Allen a, shirtless like a Marilyn episodes. Manson thing if they took her dress off? If you took off her outfit, or is her True. outfit attached to her body? She, you can't take her right. outfit off. You can't off. take her outfit off. I don't know. Interesting. Now that I think about it, if they're only seeing these shows because they were on broadcast television, then they probably wouldn't have never seen nudity. Ever. Because, you know, back then, like back in like the 70s, there was definitely no nudity on TV. Mm-hmm. Let's not think about the science too much. No, I think we need to. That's that's why we have Mike on here. But I was interested too. I mean, just the relationship side. Like, for this is this is a a love story, right? Yeah. But he's falling in love with really a fake image of someone. Like he he kind of gets a crush on her because he thinks she's really hot. But that's a totally not even what she really looks like, right? Yeah, but whenever her tentacles come out, he gets pretty excited. He gets into it. But without their voice modulator, they wouldn't be able to talk, right? That's also true. So she can't talk in the first scene she's in. Yeah. Doesn't she talk? Her translator is broken. <laughs> Okie dokie. So basically, anytime they're going to hang out and have a relationship together, she's going to have to wear her disguise. So throughout the movie, leading up to this scene, there are bits of, there are sparks of chemistry between Tony Shalhoub's character and this alien, but it's not until they fully embrace that you're like, oh, this is this is the romantic pairing. So she clearly is reciprocating romantic feelings. Mm-hmm. So is she a she? I think so. Yeah. I the, think so. Yeah, there is one other part I was watching closely where Saren does identify Sigourney Weaver as a female. It's true. So at least, so for the aliens, there are females. Male, two, female, gender, maybe, at least two. At least two genders. Yeah. This so, might be a dumb question, but do... Uh, Earth squids have genders? I don't know I, how they I, so I lay, did, lay eggs, right? I, there are. I did some research. I think Mike might have Googled. Mike, humans, can humans have sex it? with a Mike's squid? Mike's got his laptop <laughs> pulled up and he's sweating. What are you looking at, buddy? He's got no pants on. <laughs> None I really of us do. Read this. All right. <laughs> so this is, this is a whole article all about octopus sex, right? But this is a, this is, I like this. This, uh, this would add a whole other layer. Okay. <laughs> Mating for males is a dangerous game due to the, <laughs> the female penchant for cannibalism. Whoa. To avoid getting eaten, they'll often mate from a distance or after mounting the back of a female's mantle, positions that give them extra time to escape should their usually larger mate turn violent. Wow. Interesting. So but they're a peaceful species, right? Yeah. In general, the, aside well, from when they're mating. The Thermians are inherently like peaceful. Yeah. Super peaceful. And so I'm guessing dumb. that the females probably are like very are naive cannibals. and peaceful. Like that's the point of the movie is there's they're so peaceful they don't know what to do. Right. When Ceres tries to 
kill them all. Yeah, the Thermians are a naive, very trusting, peaceful race. So what did you they, find out when you Googled human and Squid Six? Well, I mean, obviously there's a whole... I, uh, there's a you dark horse of the internet that I didn't want to go down. You didn't want to go down that route. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, there's, there's you can, the whole... You can block your searches, but you can't block it from the government. That's right, yeah. <laughs> the CIA is watching. Um, can't block your memories, guys. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot to learn. I mean, that's definitely a thing that I think a lot of people are aware of that... I mean, there's tentacle porn and stuff like that, which that's a whole different conversation <laughs> about why people are into that. Wait, um, is that really guess, a thing? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh. Hi. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, like a whole, that's like a whole side. Like there's like anime tentacle porn, all that stuff. But aside from that, I guess what matters for the movie, I guess the more I thought about, yeah, there's the sex part, but kind of the relationship part is what is I think even more interesting to think about. Like other movies and other shows that have explored this idea of interspecies relationships, stuff like, you know, cause I was even thinking about like Roger Rabbit and Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. Mm. That's a, same idea. Great example. Even if they're cartoons. Cartoon. But cartoons are like a species in that movie. So this isn't True. like a new thing really, but I it's mean, not a new concept in film. And especially in sci-fi film. I mean, and, and if a lot of movies involving aliens, there's always some sort of weird relation that goes on, you know? True. Well, we were talking about species. Yeah, species is a good example of... I mean, that whole plot is literally she's an alien and she gets around by sleeping around. Is, that's it, how is she, it the first one that she... Like, they make a hybrid human alien? I think that's the second one. Or is that one, like a say? later one and she's just the alien? I yeah, the second I human. think she... In the first one, I'm pretty sure she's an alien. She comes down, takes a human form, and then just starts screwing dudes and like Can't, you guys really know your species franchise yeah it was a big <laughs> deal when that came that was mid 90s correct yeah I yeah know. i don't remember i wasn't allowed to see what that. happened in that uh adrian brody movie oh splice, splice. that looked like species so that was uh they they spliced what do you what they genetic make? experiments and they create some sort of a female monster thing it was like a a human mixed with something it wasn't alien though but then he started banging it. The, there's a there's a very graphic sex scene at the end of there's that. There's a very graphic sex scene between Adrian very Brody. Very slimy. Hot off his Academy Award. The thing about the splice, though, was, and I felt weird watching it, but she is attractive in her own way. She's a monster alien-looking thing with all these extra limbs and very slimy, but at the same time, she's very... Well, the actress they picked was attractive. Yeah, is that what you mean? So you're, yeah, you feel weird being aroused watching them. Yeah, your like description. Like you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, wait, you feel weird, so you were aroused. I like the. I mean, it was Alex. kind of a sexy scene. <laughs> Alex watching Splice going, oh, but I get it. Yeah, yeah, like oh, I'm into it, but I feel weird. Adrian Brody looked more like an alien than she did. <laughs> no, he always looks like an alien. Uh, let's see, other famous, like, okay, Miss Piggy and Kermit the Frog. Yeah, good point. Two, that's a double layer. Different species. They're yeah. Muppet species they're and they're Muppets. different species of yeah. Muppets. I mean, anything in the sci-fi world, obviously yeah, yeah, all the Star Treks, all the Star Wars, all that is, right. all the relationships are different, yeah. different species. Just on an emotional level, though, Kermit and Miss Piggy have a very violent relationship. It's not, it's very not stressful. healthy in any way. Very stressful. They uh they just launched that new Muppets show on ABC and they're not together mm-hmm. in the show. Like he's got a new girlfriend. That's he's a, pig. he's a different pig girlfriend. Really? Oh. So he, he, has, he, he, does, he definitely has a type. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I haven't watched. He, it. he likes excited. pigs. He likes Frogs pigs. Like pigs. I don't blame him. But none of these are really man and squid. Exactly. Yeah, that's the biggest squid difference. Alien. Yeah, There's, like it's it's I you can get behind Captain Kirk with a green woman because right. she's just a woman pig right. and green. Like oh, that doesn't even look weird. Probably has way different genitalia, <laughs> yeah. but nobody thinks about that. This is a squid monster person. It's true. Just to jump ahead a little bit, the movie ends with Larry Liari, Lilari. going Lilari? to planet Earth 
with Tony Shalhoub's character, yeah. presumably because they're in love and they stay together, and she decides to defect from the Thermians and go live on Earth with Tony Shalhoub, yeah. and then she even appears She's in the, the rebooted yeah. Galaxy Quest TV She's show that comes back later as, as, as Jane, Jane Doe. Doe. Her as actress Jane Doe. name is Jane Doe. <laughs> as Lalar. So they're She's living great. a life together, a domestic life in Los Angeles. She's still an alien. They can't reproduce, What's I they wouldn't think. think. Yeah, Can they're, they? They're too genetically different. I mean, that's like... They couldn't even... You can't like a lion and a tiger can't even they can you can make a liger but ligers can't actually reproduce. <laughs> what about this? You know that Thermians like because a, they're like so a peaceful. They even mention that they are like they can make anything. That's they're, true. They're the scientists. Like they made the Galaxy Quest world real. Like all the things that they made up, like the the teleporting thing and the omega true. thirteen. They built it. True. So you think they so could make think her? You don't think they could splice a human and a Thermian? Would you together? want your kid to be half? Oof. Octopus half human. That's the question. If I was in love with an octopus, maybe. If your kid was going to live with you on planet Earth, though, he'd have to have one of those appearance true. generators his whole life. Readily so, available, yeah. you know, a bunch of thermians. Until he goes through his rebellious period and gets rid of that and wants but to beyond, wants to be himself, wants gets be his himself. tentacles all tatted up. But we agree they couldn't have a natural <laughs> child. Naturally, I don't think so. So they would, they would, it would be like a, a test tube baby. Maybe test they would, they would, would have to be. they could make and splice the genes, but it would be. Sounds like a sequel, man. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Maybe that would be the explored in the spinoff uh, TV show. I do want to spend a lot of time talking about the comics that came out, but it there's more stuff about their relationship. Tell us. Well, do they go? I, do they talk about? Sex? I gotta reread them. They <laughs> the, in one of the comics they are trying to have a baby, or Whoa. she's pregnant. Whoa! Yeah. And I don't know how they. I don't think they even explain it away. It's just, oh, she's pregnant. It's like, wait, but she's <laughs> but, a squid, huh? and he's a. Du- All right, whatever. Well, right, that reminds me a little bit then of uh, Battlestar Galactica. When one of the Cylons, out, gets- the Cylon gets mm-hmm. pregnant, true. Oh, for, yeah. with, by a human. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What's her name? The. Not we really six. jumped the gun on this one. We're not getting any of the names. Well, yeah. Right wait, then. which which Cylon? Boomer. Yeah, Boomer. Boomer. Boomer gets pregnant. One of the boomers gets pregnant. A boomer gets pregnant with the key. Mm-hmm. She's that becomes like the hook of the show because they've got the, they've because got the they didn't think that could girl. happen. They've yeah. got the yeah right? the uniting child. But see that again is like a robot, like an android kind of thing made in the image of humans with the built right. Built it built and built a with the body. And they built yeah. a biological and even version. the inside. We're I talking think. about a squid alien right from a yeah. totally different genetic like, tree. Well, how's universe. the how's how do squids? What's the reproduction there, process? There like, is like a the male inserts a thing into the female and deposits. <laughs> a and thing. deposits yeah, it's, well, it's not like it's, it's not like a penis. It's like a tentacle. Okay, but then, and then she, they like they hold it inside them. So she has like, like a gestation a period. squid. Oh, okay, so vagina. They're not, but I think it's it's they're not <laughs> sort of. Hold on, hold on. My mom How do they give birth? Episode. I want to hear about this. But they do say no, but they do have eggs because they're not men. Well, that was so the thing. So the yeah, I figured. So yeah, so is their kid? Assuming they can figure out how to get his, they could have ding dong and wherever her thing. <laughs> what about that? Have litters. Huh? Yeah, they, they yeah. just lay a shit ton of eggs, man. She could. They could have. They could have. Suddenly, they have twenty five children. That could be, <laughs> and they all be. hatch from an egg. They yeah. all hatch. Interesting. See, I thought initially I was I was thinking the Thermians were maybe an asexual reproduction race, mm-hmm. but from the way you're describing squid sex, they're not. Do we really see any Thermian Thermian relationships in the show? Any no, hints that there no, are no any couples ones, at all? No. no, because that they, was another reason I thought maybe they were asexual. They're not actually attracted to each other. They don't reproduce together. Well, are. but again, we only ever see them in their human f- fake form. So, I but when they're in human form, they're just weird 
language is poorly spoken. Yeah. Like, we don't ever get to see them interact as their true selves. Yeah, that's and true. There are relationships because they notice when the relationship starts between them. What's the, he kind of, what's the guy's in the head, Thurmian, has that look where he's like, Mathazar. oh, Mathazar. yeah, Mathazar's yeah. like, I was going to say Bathazar. Bathazar. Mathazar's like, yes, he has that look like, oh, like he understands what that means. Yeah. yeah. But maybe he knows what that means from this show. I think they probably learned about, well, if it's mm. like human romantic relationships from the show, right. so he they understand what that is, right? Even if it's a weird like TV version, yeah, it's true. Because if mm-hmm. if they have if the Thermians have adopted their society and the way they live off of the TV show mm-hmm. Galaxy Quest, then they've definitely seen if it's anything like Star Trek, they've definitely seen romantic relationships. They've seen they interspecies probably, relationships. They've probably done their rel- romantic relationships and in the image of the Galaxy Quest TV okay. show. Okay. Yes. So, so maybe they've adapted for, a yeah. 1970s normative like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> culture. So they, they, they've seen what love is. That's they may not understand it. That's but why there's only it. one like female in the crew. Yeah, because they're, they're stuck in the yeah. 1970s. If anything, the Thermians are more progressive because they have more than one female on the crew. <laughs> they true. are. Like, they, it's they, true. They, they saw the TV show and like, That's well, something, right. about, yeah, something about this isn't right. <laughs> why is there only the one? Let's make more. I did want to point out the tentacle effects, the special effects for the Thermians when they're in their squid form. What do you guys think about that? Wonderful. Like it? Mostly, it's all practical. It's all practical yeah. effects, not, not CGI. I mean, yeah, it looks real rubbery. But it looks, I like definitely it. looks rubbery. It's way better that way. I was, was, we were um, just watching this scene where they make out and the tentacles come up Tech Sergeant Chen's back, and I was like, there's one tentacle that has like three different movements. Great yeah. puppeteering. It's great puppeteering, and it was created by Stan Winston Studios. Stan Winston, the special makeup effects creator for several of our favorite movies. Terminator, the Thing, right? The Terminator, Terminator franchise. Shit. Edward Scissorhands. The Aliens movies. So Stan Winston's worked yep. with Sigourney Weaver before. Predator. Batman Returns. Jurassic Park. Wow. He did Jurassic Park. Yeah. Shit. The first three Jurassic Parks. Yeah. Well, quick side note. There's these uh, video series you can watch on YouTube, and they'll do short little bits about how they did all those classic movies. Mm-hmm. It's a Stan Winston-sponsored bit. Really? really inter- yeah, real informative. We'll they'll like show the them. Yeah, post, post it on Tumblr because it. it shows them making like the train, the T Rex head, and all this other stuff. It's pretty cool. I wonder he, uh, if there's one for Galaxy Quest. Ooh, I bet so. Ooh. I looked up some of the uh, stuff that Stan Winston was responsible for. He also did AI, and then here's the tragedy: he died during production on, of all movies, Terminator Salvation. Uh, man. What a shitty movie to go out on. Poor Damn. guy. It looked good. It looked well, good. yeah. I wonder when he died because then the end did not look good. <laughs> Remember? Maybe when? halfway through production. Yeah. He died the uh, possibly as a result of Christian Bale's meltdown on Terminator. I want you off the fucking set, you prick! Are you professional or not? No! No! Don't shut me up! Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur! Stay off the fucking set, man. He was yelling at Stan Winston. Oh, no. <laughs> Stan Winston was in the uh, I actually, before we started, I was looking up to uh, the guy who played Saris died like two years ago. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he was also on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. That's why I was looking it up. Oh, uh, because yeah, I wonder what he actually look like. He plays this dude Ethan on Buffy for like four episodes. He's just a dude. He's a British dude. Just a dude. Short, dark hair. Mike, do you have any memories, perhaps, of the first time you saw Galaxy Quest, or I, when I, you really started to grow to like it? I was trying to remember, but it was a long time. I think I was one of the people who found it also at Blockbuster, yeah. where I was like yeah, going down the aisle, and you're like, "What the hell is this Tim Allen movie?" Yeah. 
Because I remember, you know, my parents were divorced growing up, so we spent a lot of time at Blockbuster. We were hanging <laughs> at my dad's house. <laughs> um, but I, I definitely remember watching it, and I loved it the first time I saw it, too. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had a copy of it forever. On regular DVD, now we have one on Blu-ray at the house. That's why uh, I, I started a I new thing. Here. This last week I didn't even tell you guys about. So I had a $3 DVD copy of Galaxy Quest in my house. I had friends in from out of town. And I was like, if you guys see, like, I'm telling them about the podcast. I'm like, yeah, so we're doing Galaxy Quest. I was like, you know, I don't know if I've seen that or haven't seen it forever. I was like, uh-oh. Take mine. Pay so it I'm forward, bro. Galaxy Quest Pay DVDs it forward. And just handed them out like Oprah. That's Pay a great idea. Johnny great idea. Did. Mike, do you have any, any other insights to this uh, intergalactic love story? I think that... Any relationship's complicated. True. <laughs> and love knows no bounds. <laughs> love with Mike. And love finds a way, especially when there's super intelligent aliens involved. So I think that their prospects are good. You I know? agree. I well, well right. You know, they say age doesn't matter. I don't think species matters either. Well, <laughs> I shouldn't <laughs> say that a lot. Okay, I take it back. Well, species, I mean, <laughs> they're too consentient. If you're sentient, then you can, Anything between yeah. two consenting species. <laughs> two consenting, adult, sentient, sentient intelligent, adult, adult species. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So allegedly Sigourney Weaver let slip that the first cut was R-rated and that it was full of swearing and sex scenes. And then they had to recut it to make it into the in the version that we know. Right. Well, there's definitely um, I can definitely see the spots for the cussing. There's a couple of overdubs that are real. There, there are some obvious not get cut out of the movie. They yeah. just overdubbed them. Right. Which is classic. Um, but I was wondering, like, w- w- what would the sex scenes have been? I, I would assume maybe between Tim Allen and Sigourney Weaver yeah. probably had one. But they don't reconcile until the end they of the really movie. Yeah. Maybe yeah. It could have towards been, the end. Well, a flashback maybe, but maybe. Yeah. So you're looking at. Uh, I, don't know. Chen I would guess that, yeah. <laughs> like that nobody else is having sex. Leaves us with one couple. But where do you, you know? Where do you find time? You know, when you're trying to save the planet, is there really time for? I guess there's always time in Star Trek for it, so they could probably it's find true. time. There's a lot. Of, I mean, you're flying through space. It takes a couple days. You make time yeah. for love. You, you make time. But I wonder if it had to have been a comedic sex scene, right? Like a Team America. Because sort I mean, of thing. the movie, <laughs> whether it's rated R or not, is right. definitely strictly comedy. It's just comedy left and right. So if they were to have a sex scene, that would have been really out of place unless it was like a funny bit. True. And what was Sam Rockwell doing? If he was just standing there. Oof. Oh, that's not right. Oh, that's not right. No. <laughs> Poor guy. And then that scene ends. He doesn't leave. He says that in the yeah, scene. No, and he kind of just looks away. Stare, right. yeah. But it pans out a bit. And he's just standing there. And that's why it was rated R. Looking away. <laughs> and they're on the floor. That's like, the bit five minutes cut. longer. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know what he was That scene goes seeing. on for a couple more minutes. <laughs> I'm guessing he was seeing him like making out with a suction cup face. Let me take a look yeah, at this. I don't this. know. Because <laughs> it, it, what what's also interesting in that scene is she... Because every time throughout the movie you see they're either squids or they're humans. Like the appearance generator mm-hmm. is on or off. Yeah. But she's making out with Tony Shalhoub in her human form and then her squid tentacles come up behind him so they can like have it partially half, like on. half and half yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of options maybe when she gets aroused those tentacles just come out i guess he must just be making out with a tentacle i'm trying to <laughs> yeah. look at this picture of a third because they don't really have like a, a face, face or be. a mouth yeah and their eyes are kind of on the side like an octopus so like my point is maybe <laughs> she, her appearance generator kept her human form yes. for like the top half exactly yeah. Interesting stuff, guys. Interesting yeah, stuff. really reading into it. So if you need to get at us on social media, take a look on your iPhones, your computers, your uh, your Macs, your PCs. We're on Twitter at BGHP. 
pod. Facebook is uh, BGH Podcast. BGHpodcast.tumblr.com. You can find us on iTunes now. So subscribe there. And feel free to email us at bghpodcast at gmail.com with any questions. Again, BGH concerns. stands for Buy, Grab, Thar's Hammer. Buy, Grab, Thar's Hammer. several episodes to understand what the acronym stood for. And there's also a, another Chicago-based <laughs> podcast called Bloody Good Horror Podcast. Same uh, hashtag. Don't, so don't be confused. Shout out to those, those guys. Hashtags. Love to have you on the show. Yeah, actually look them up because their podcast is great too. Really their fun. hashtag looks like the R-rated version of Galaxy Quest, what I would imagine it looks like. It's a yeah. lot of gore. It's just, yeah. it's just not us. Yeah, that's good. Though. Also so give them both them. a listen, and uh, here's our Galaxy Quest haiku from Mike Ewing. Mike, thanks for being on the show. Does love know no bounds? Lips and tongue meet suction cups. Oh, that's not right. No. Never give up. Never surrender. Yeah.